Well, hello, lovely humans, and welcome to Engage, a wedding planning podcast for the modern day couple. I'm your host, Jamie Wolfer, and I truly believe that wedding planning does not need to be complicated or time consuming. I kind of picture these episodes like jumping on a quick phone call with your wedding planner. You get your answers and you go on your merry way because sometimes not all of us have an hour to dedicate to listening to super long podcasts or super long intros. So without further ado, let's just jump right on into it. Are sunset photos worth changing your already sent out timelines? I'm not sure if I'd regret regret having them or not, but the stress of trying to change things around for it is not fun. Okay, sunset photos are my favorite. I'm biased, but I'll see a lot of wedding galleries. Sunset photos are my favorite. They're so soft. They're so warm. They're so beautiful. They're so short. They could be five minutes. They could be 10 minutes. It it will not be more than 15 minutes if you're staying on site. Let your photographer know, hey, we kind of want to do sunset photos, but It's not on the timeline. Do you think we might sneak away at any point in our timeline to like capture some of that golden hour glow, get a couple more photos and kind of lean on them for that. We've had people seek out like when dinner is being served, once dancing starts, they'll dance a little bit and they'll duck outside for seven and a half minutes. They'll get those sunset photos and come right back in. So you don't need to change your timeline. It could just be a matter of talking to a handful of vendors with photo and video or letting your DJ know, hey, we're actually going to duck out for a minute. It's like, don't call our names for anything important. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Something along those lines. It's very easy to squeeze in there and it's a very short time frame. One of the most uncomfortable parts about getting a suit rental is the act of getting measured. But what if I told you you didn't have to? Today's episode is sponsored by Generation Tux, my absolute favorite suit rental company that has come up with this crazy cool algorithm where all they need is your height, your weight, your age, and your general pant size, and they will pick the perfect suit for you. Try out the crazy algorithm for yourself at wolverandco.com forward slash suits. How do you keep the cocktail hour from being super long? We're thinking about doing some family photos before the ceremony since we're doing a first look. Cocktail hour can be like even up to an hour and 15 minutes and not feel super long. So there are obviously, there are quite a few churches that have mass or the ceremony is required to be much earlier in the day. So the cocktail hour is like two hours, three hours, four hours, not cocktail hour. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine the break is that long, not a four hour long cocktail hour. People would be hammered. That would be the worst ever. So I wouldn't fret about it being too long. Now, if it's an hour and a half, we're kind of pushing it. Let's just make sure that we've got some up beat music going, right? If it gets anything longer than that, people will start to get antsy. So as far as family photos before the ceremony, unless you have a massive group of family, it's probably not going to be that long. If you monitor how many poses you have for family photos, think one pose per minute. So if it's you, your mom, your dad, your siblings, one minute, you, your mom, your dad, your siblings, and your grandparents from your mom's side, one minute. We'd like to see that to be 20 minutes or less. Now, if it has to be 25, all right, fine, twist my arm. But I think that getting family there ahead of time can oftentimes be a little bit more difficult than it's worth because that's just managing a new set of schedules when you already have the people there that you can maintain. So it probably won't shave down too much. You will not have all of your extended family there that early anyways. And they're the ones that cause all the the ruckus when you're trying to do family photos because aunt Susie's off at the bar chatting with cousin Jim, who she hasn't seen in 10 years. And you're trying to get her attention. She's probably not going to show up early. So just be really intentional about the list that you put together. That's a better way of making sure you're using your time efficiently instead of trying to take more photos beforehand. I'm planning to do a surprise dance with my bridesmaids for my wedding. Where's the best place to put that in the timeline? Ooh, it depends. Is it upbeat? Is it a slow, where, what are the vibes of this said song? (laughs) Because this could be something where if it's really upbeat, you do, if you're, you know, all the perfunctory dances first, 
first dance, parent dances, and then bridesmaid dance. And then you invite everybody to come out and kind of join you in the fray. Fun, right? Like all of a sudden we've hyped everybody up. They're out on the dance floor, like Spice Girls slaps to this day. I don't care what you say. So it's just a matter of what the vibe of the song is. We had a gal who had a song with her sorority and it was like halfway into the evening. And then the song came on and they just literally all got in a circle and just like chanted and sang it all together while the song was playing. It was very cute. And that worked too. What's the purpose of this dance? Do you want it to like shock everyone? Is it like to get everybody on the dance floor? I personally think after first dance and parent dances would be the best place for it, but feel free to kind of stick it kind of wherever in the timeline. My fiance and I are getting married in January, 2023. We don't plan on sending save the dates as most guests are local. Totally fine. What would you recommend timeline for sending wedding invitations? I mean, 12 weeks might be a tish long. So maybe eight to 10 weeks. The fun part here is like, there's no actual real rules. You can send them at seven weeks if you want to. I typically recommend sending them six to eight weeks out just as a normal standard. But if you feel like you want to send them out a little bit earlier, I would say anywhere from eight to 10 weeks is fine as well. You want it to be fresh enough in someone's mind that when they receive it, they're like, okay, cool. But also if you know that some people might need to request off work, you got some wiggle room in there. Do you have any suggestions on when to do bridal showers and bachelorette parties around December holiday season for January wedding? Emily, I would pull it earlier personally, because I don't know about you, but my December is slammed. Of course, like I film every day of December. So mine is slightly different, but parties and get togethers and Friendsgiving and all, all this stuff where it's like so much is happening during this time. And sure, you could double dip on that. And it could be like a friend Christmas party that also happens to be your bachelorette where you just go to a really cute Airbnb and you decorate it Christmassy and enjoy it that way, or just do it in November. Now, bridal showers tend to happen way further, but bachelorette traditionally is like the weekend before. I don't ever really recommend that, but um, that works best if you have people coming in from out of town. So I would scoot it earlier, just have it in November, earlier November. Peonies, hydrangeas, spray roses, oh my. If you are stumped on how to approach wedding flowers while keeping on budget, you will definitely want to take this little floral quiz that we put together that will help you to tap into some professional level guidance. Factoring in your budget and aesthetic, this quiz will guide you towards an ideal resource to make your floral dreams happen without blowing your budget. Take the quiz now at floralquiz.com. How far out do you really need to start dress shopping? We're aiming for July, 2023, and I'm hoping to not start looking for dress until January, 2023. Is that too late? Colleen, I would say just start trying on because I, with the chaos of shipping delays and everything like that, there is obviously that concern of, you know, obviously you're feeling that already right now is, will I get my dress in time? Is this a feasible amount of time? I tend to tell my clients to start shopping eight months out. So I'd start a little earlier and I would say it doesn't hurt to try some on later this year. Now, if there is personal reasons or if there's a weight loss journey that you want to go on or things like that, that you feel like is stopping you from trying these on. First of all, I want to acknowledge your just emotional journey in that because that's, it's a lot. Second of all, I still want you to try them on, even if it's just in a private little room by yourself, because I want you to check out the neckline, the sleeves, the shape, the skirt, the length, the colors. Cause it, if you really want to make it a six month time frame, I want you to go into it being a little bit more equipped on how these styles and colors and general look goes with kind of what you're looking for and what you were hoping to get. I'm having my aunt do the flower arrangements. Do you have any tips on where slash how to order flowers for a low price? How far ahead of time do I need to order them? Where to order? We actually just discovered this incredible place called Flower Moxie. Pretty bomb. 
there's 50 flowers who's been a long-term, like just, I use them before I even started, like in the beginning of starting my business for style shoots, because I didn't want to go buy. I didn't have a wholesale license, so I couldn't buy from anywhere else. So it was wholesale to the public. That was a great option. There's bloom culture who it's Allison who runs it and it's guided DIY. So basically she gets your vision and then orders the flowers for you, gets the exact recipe and then sends it to you so you can make it yourself. That's another option. And then how far ahead of time do I need to order them? I would specifically look into lead times because right now we might be ordering something from one of the flower companies for a DIY coming up soon and their lead times are different. So you want them to arrive for a Saturday wedding. You want them to arrive on Wednesday. So you can process them. You can, which is like taking off the lower leaves, trimming the stems so they can get a fresh drink of water and then letting them rest for, I think, 24 hours to fully open up or open up better before you start arranging. So as far as the lead time on ordering, I'm not sure. Check with one of your specific providers, but you want it to arrive several days beforehand. If you are struggling with wedding planning and you have questions and you just need someone to listen and to chat with, come join us in the Master Plan community over at themasterplanwed.com. I would love to have you in there. Thanks so much for listening. If you haven't done so already, subscribe, jump on over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave a five-star review so we can let the podcast people know that Jamie knows what she's talking about sometimes. (laughs) And until next time, bye guys.